Welcome to Cosmic Roadmap. I'm your host, Melissa Lambor, Reiki Astro Geoguide and author. I support endless wanderers with where they are meant to be in the world. This podcast is for the digital nomad, the avid traveler, and aspiring globetrotter who is seeking their next destination on planet Earth. Join us as we venture around the world through people's stories and how astrogeography has connected them to their planetary energies and purpose. Welcome to Cosmic Roadmap, where we dive into astrogeography and the incredible stories of people following their planetary energies around the world. I'm your host, Melissa Lambor, Reiki astrogeoguide and author. My special guest today is Alice Marie Warren. She is a master healer and the go-to spiritual sidekick for high-level leaders. She helps high-achieving women that have created six- and seven-figure businesses to create safe spaces to rest, heal, and process their success. Alice Marie's work is rooted in her connection to Mary Magdalene to provide intuitive guidance, while her connection to Mother Gaia allows her to be the grounded spiritual confidant. Alice Marie is an executive chef in Chicago and lives in a cute, eclectic bungalow with her artistic husband, Spence, and their cat, Kramer. So we met through our most recent best-selling book, Lineage Speaks, uh, that released on the 21st of January, and Legacy Speaks, that released last May. Both are available on Amazon, and the proceeds continue to go to two amazing nonprofits. So yeah, welcome, Alice Marie. How has your life been since our Astro Geo session? I would say my life has been the more grounded, which is big for me because grounding is kind of my superpower. But I think the big thing was, you know, we had my reading right before I went to some travel. But, you know, the big thing was kind of settling into what what called me. And I really love where I live. So it's always been a kind of weird feeling. I feel like everyone talks about travel and it's like the super exciting thing for them. And you're up in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I love Chicago. I love being here. And I've always kind of been a homebody. And I think that our reading really shed some light on that for me about like why I love living here and why I hated living at home where I was from in Iowa, just like really never resonated with me. But I've always loved Chicago and I love living here. But when I went to travel, it was really cool because I love Mexico. It's always held a special place in my heart. And that showed up in my reading too. And I loved being there. I loved the energy. Like I know that it's my sunline runs through there. And that's what I feel like. It feels warm. Ju- the sunny. Jupiter, the Jupiter energy too, which is luck, luck and abundance. Yeah. It's actually your 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 major Jupiter line. So it just yeah, it's amazing that you felt that there. Yeah, I love I've always loved the energy of Mexico. I love being there but I love coming home. I love coming back to my roots, to my place. You know, like I've lived here for almost 20 years now. And so I love coming home. And I think that's one of the nice things about travel. Like it's nice to go away, but it's always nice when you like to come home. And you know what I just, what I just realized right now that the same Jupiter line that runs through Mexico, like where you were, because you went to the Cancun, like Playa del Carmen area, right? Is the yeah. is the same Jupiter line that you live on in Chicago? <laughs> I don't know if you realize that during the session, but I'm just realizing it right now. <laughs> yeah. So no wonder it felt like home mm-hmm. being there. It was like, oh, I could definitely see myself living here. It's like I'm used. I'm very used to the energy. 
And I loved that. But I loved also that all of the places, you know, because I had kind of random places like Alaska and Australia, these places where I was like, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I know that I need to. And Australia has been calling me for a long time. I've always really loved Australia. And it makes sense because so much for me showed up in Australia. Yeah. And you had a lot of those, the circles, which are the, like those uh, power zones throughout. Yeah. Like spirituality, like ideas, innovation, sun, and also communication. So, yeah. But the thing I really loved was that you pointed out that like, you don't have to go there to connect Mm -hmm. to those places, right? You don't have to go there to connect to those energies. So I shared with you having one experience where I connected to Uluru with my, with my spirit team and just like really connected to the land there. And there was so much that opened for me when I realized that and having all of my dimensional selves in like one place created this really big power source for me. And so I know that there's a lot for me in Australia and I'll get there one day for sure. Yes. Yes. And Uluru happens to be uh, an earth chakra of the of the earth. And depending on who you talk to, it could be the root or the the crown chakra. So it, it's a really intense point. And, and I usually point it out to my clients. So the fact that you had already been meditating and like connecting in that way to harness the energy is amazing. Yeah. And Australia was a place that I love to watch TV. Or not Australia. Alaska is a place I love to watch TV about. So I have been emotionally connecting to these places for a long time and so for me our reading was just like this big confirmation right like you found an energy that you can call home and I have found places like for me Alaska is like my escape and I don't remember what exactly ran through Alaska but you had a lot of energy it was related to spirituality love Pluto with with rebirth, sun being the fame energy, home energy from moon, and then luck with Jupiter. So it was it was pretty much the gamut of it was all the all the planetary the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love it because for me, their energy is always about it's always about like integration. Like I find when I need those TV shows the most, like with the expansiveness that is Alaska, like just this kind of wide open space is when I need to like integrate, when I need to like allow stuff to settle in. And so I love that about understanding that about the energy, just really understanding more about myself and why we're called to certain things. I think that sometimes that's something that we don't even think about when it comes to like, why are we being called to places? I had never thought about it before until I wrote this down and was like, oh, I get it now. Like, I always associated it with things outside of my body or outside of my being, as opposed to thinking about like, what is it about me that is calling me to someplace? Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing because a lot of my clients, that's why I ask them, you know, what are the three top places that you've been called to? Because intuitively we've been called to these places or there is an energy that's been calling us. And once you get to the session, Astro Geo session, that's when it's when it's unlocked and you're like, oh, no wonder I've met these people, or no wonder I've been drawn to certain shows or or certain things throughout your life. So I love that. And go a little deeper into like what you do. And you are a chef, but at the same time, you are a healer and like how you balance that and how you got into that type of work. And yeah, like where where that's headed. Well, I've been wanting to be a chef my whole life. That was my childhood dream. 
for as far back as I can remember. And I got into healing because I knew I needed something more. I was feeling really disconnected from myself. I had had a miscarriage and I just needed, I needed to feel better about myself. I needed to live. Like I needed to want to be alive at that point. And so I found healing. I started looking at people like the spiritual community, looking at, you know, different people and being like, I got into one community and it was not the right fit for me, but it did sort of catapult me into like looking deeper. It made me understand that there was going to be a community out there for me. I just had to find it. And the woman that I started working with, she was also a healer. And I had already been trained in Reiki, but not really done anything with it. And then I started working with her and she started doing Reiki on me. And I was just like, wow, like I love this energy, right? And it's something that, you know, I never really equated to in Catholicism. We call it the laying of hands. Mm-hmm. And my dad is really big into the Catholic church. And so it's something I've been doing my whole life is laying of hands. My dad would always take me with him when he went to different places to do healing stuff. And so I've always known the power of my hands and the power of my hugs and something that people have commented on most of my life. And so I knew once I started on my spiritual journey that healing was just something that was inside me and that it was something I could tap into very easily. And, you know, like everyone, you try a million different hats on until you find the right one. Exactly. (laughs) So I started with healing and then I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And then I tried some other stuff and now I found myself full circle back there and knowing that I needed to try all those things because I needed to know that this was my, my distinct calling. Yeah. And also I had to like believe in myself. I had to like trust my own intuition around it. And I felt the same way when, when I got into Reiki, because, you know, it's, it's like, it feels like you're doing imaginary stuff, right. Where, you know, the laying of hands and I didn't, I I also grew up in the Catholic church, but not too much. I didn't understand too much of uh, the laying of hands, but now that you bring that connection back, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I also had to to find myself within Reiki and using it my own unique way. And that's why I've integrated it into my Astro Geo sessions. But I, I didn't see myself just doing Reiki by itself. Uh, I knew that it had to be something else. It, it had to be, I had to make it my own. So I love that you've incorporated that. And even through our healing sessions, I know that it's yeah. been, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of grown and expanded based on uh, everything that you've learned and picked up and channeled. Yeah, when I first started healing, I did them separately, right? Like I did Reiki, mm-hmm. I did Lumerian healing, I did things very separately. And then one day my guides were like, why don't you just do them all together? Yeah. Like, why would you do them separately? Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, but people won't know what I'm doing. You know, that was my mindset was how will people believe me? They won't know what I'm doing. And my guides were like, they'll know they'll totally know what you're doing once they feel it. And I'm like, okay. So then I had to like really wrap my head around that idea that like I was going to literally be jumping in and like putting together all of these things that no one else is doing. The other thing that just really came clearly into my consciousness is that when I was a kid in church, we also spoke tongues and I also channel light language. And that's a big part of what I do. That's also part of my healing is light language. And I never really equated those two before. 
And that totally explains why, like, I loved church as a kid, but I hated listening to people talk. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be a nun. Like, I I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to. Me too. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Yeah, I was was in CCD, like the, you know, the the Catholic, like, classes. I was like top student. And yeah, I I totally understand because I I love spirituality. I love learning about it. It was just very interesting. And ended up going to an all women's college that was also Catholic. And one of my favorite classes was mysticism. And I I think that's where, where it all shifted for me because I was like, Oh, like we can have this, this spiritual awakening, but it doesn't necessarily have to be within the Catholic, you know, realm or within, Mm -hmm. within religion itself. So, yeah. I remember during church, my mom always thinking I was falling asleep. I know 100% that I was deep in meditation that like my guides were like, you need to hear this specific thing. And I don't want you to hear all of the other bullshit that's going to come along with it. And so, you know, I would be like, mom, I wasn't sleeping. Like I totally heard this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I would tell her stuff and she'd be like, okay, you were totally sleeping. (laughs) Like you must've woken up for that part. And now I look back and I'm like, I was never sleeping. Like I loved being there, Mm. but even then I was going deep into meditation in ways I never, never completely understood, but mostly because for a lot of religion, for me, I needed to take the humanness out of it, right? I needed Mm -hmm. to take the stuff that the humans have added into it. And I think that's what comes down to healing too, right? When I do healing sessions, I almost completely step out of what I'm doing. Like, I'm not really, you know, I'm here, I'm holding this space, Mm -hmm. but this, this earthly part of me is not doing the work the other bodies are doing the work. My guides are doing the work. They're pulling everything in and I'm just being the channel and the funnel for this stuff. And that was something I really had to wrap my head around. And I think it kind of goes in line with, with anything that happens in the spiritual realm, whether it comes to, you know, our session, you know, I had to wrap my mind around it and be like, okay, how can I be tied to land in this kind of way? You know, how can this be something that's calling me and every soul on the earth is being called to something different, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like it's such an interesting thing, but it makes sense. I was watching one of my, one of my mentors and she went to Tulum shortly after I did. And she was like, I hated it there. I hated it. She's like, the energy just never felt right for me. Like it just didn't, I did not feel at home there. And I said to her, I'm like, you should look up what your astrogeo is and find out why like what's there because for me that's jupiter that's sun that's these really beautiful energies you know honestly if i got lost there i would have been like cool right (laughs) find me at a cenote (laughs) yeah and she was like i cannot i could not get out of there fast enough and so it just really shows even though we walk in the same circle, right? Like we energetically live in the same spaces. Two people can experience two completely different things in the same place based on who we are. Exactly. And how we chose to come into this world. And before, you know, finding this, I don't think I would have been able to understand that. You know, I would have not 
been able to like wrap my head around it. Like, how could you go to Mexico and not completely be in love with the place? I don't right. understand. <laughs> and that, and that's why I love doing couple sessions because a lot of people do come to me. They're like on the verge of getting divorced. They're trying to figure out, you know, are they living in the right place? You know, is that why? And sometimes it is you know, one, maybe it may be the wife or, or the, the partner. And one of them just has disharmonious energy in that particular place. And this kind of brings up the the conversation of how do you incorporate then harmonious energies, right, into your life, uh, if you're not living on a harmonious line, because I live on Pluto energy. So I'm constantly bringing in the energies of Southeast Asia you know, of, of, of Asia in, in, in general to allow me to connect to my moon node rather than just strictly my Pluto energy, which is all about lessons and rebirth and transformation, <laughs> the shadow work, <laughs> which I remember, I think our session, you were, we, I think we found some Pluto lines and you were like, yes, yeah, show me all my Pluto lines because I, I want to continue yeah. with, with my shadow work. So I, I, I do talk about that with a lot of my other clients and my groups where Pluto energy shouldn't be feared, but it is, it, it is a, a bit of a roller coaster and to be ready for it. So, so how do you incorporate these energies into your life uh, now that you know, you know how, how to connect and what, what energies you have throughout the world? You know, I think for me, you know, I think food was always my number one way to connect to places because I'm a chef. Yes. That's what I do. I love, I love food. So I think food is a great way for me to connect, especially to Mexico, just because it's such a place that draws me in. But I also love the food of Africa and India and that stuff. And we went, you know, we very briefly went to those spaces. And I had, you know, really good energies there too. And it was like, oh, this makes sense, right? These are the foods that I love. And then, you know, like I said, watching TV about Alaska, that's something that I use to connect to those energies. And I think the similar thing to Australia, but after our session, I signed up for a book with a lady who's based out of Australia. So then I connected with all of these people from Australia and yes. it was just like, oh my gosh, I totally opened a doorway I love it. to this Australian portal Yes, that I had been, you know, had just been sitting on the edge there. She, you know, this woman had been in my consciousness for a while, but she put out the book and I was like, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to do that book. <laughs> And I love that because I, I usually tell my my clients to connect to to different places to virtual communities and and that was the the perfect outlet for you to to connect to Australia before even even stepping foot on Australia because you haven't visited yeah. yet right you haven't been to no yeah and I've always I've always loved watching you know TV shows about Australia mm-hmm. I've always loved Australia so I will get there eventually. But I think just mentally, I connect to places too. Like I'm a big daydreamer. I love to daydream. I love to have really expansive dreams by myself. And I spend a lot of time in the car. So I have a lot of time to just kind of daydream about stuff. So I'll do that. I will look at pictures of places and then I'll daydream about going there, you know, and just try to make it as vivid and as, as real feeling as possible find out what season it is there, you know, like really connect into like, you know, in Australia, it's different season than here. So finding out like what it looks like there, what the climate looks like. And I will have really vivid daydreams about places, kind of have these little excursions in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> to places. And do you ever have deja vu? Like you've been there because you, you kind of, you kind of know what it's, what it's supposed to feel like, because I'll, I'll go out yeah. in, the, in the springtime, especially when the, when the, the seasons are changing and I'm like, 
I'm like transported back to Guatemala or I'm transported back to like Thailand. And yeah, it's just like, you get that like air, you know, like touching your, your, your face. Yeah. It's beautiful when you, you can kind of transport yourself for that second. Yeah. You know, but I think that it was all for me about like, just, you know, having confirmation and deepening my knowing, right? Like this stuff didn't happen by chance. Mm -hmm. This wasn't a coincidence. You know, I didn't just throw a dart at a map and come up with random places. I felt places that were really calling to me. And so often from big things to little things, things are calling to us, but because they don't make sense, we dismiss them. And so this was just a really big reminder to really listen to those callings and really understand my deeper knowing. I love it. Yeah. Because the the energies are always calling us, you know, it was, it's always been written in the stars. And what places do you see yourself going to? Do you see yourself being a retreat chef at any of these particular places that we, that we spoke about? You know, one of the the places that those specific places, I definitely feel stuff happening Mm. in Mexico. That's one of the places that I know that I'll always go back to. And I think there's just a certain feeling most people get. Now, I'm not going to say all because we already talked about this, but most people get when they go to Mexico, there's this feeling of relaxation and of being ready for whatever the place is going to bring you. And so I definitely feel like retreats happening in Mexico, Costa Rica, you know, South America kind of stuff. And I, yes, (laughs) to all of it, I'm open to it. Another place we talked about briefly was Denver. It was just outside the Midwest. But that was one of the places where I think my Jupiter line was there. And that's another place that I've been really feeling the retreat stuff being called to is in the Denver area. You actually had your moon node there. So your your purpose, yeah, your purpose line. So that makes sense. So that may may unlock a few more things there. Yeah. So I knew it was some kind of work, work line (laughs) purpose or shadow work, I guess. In some instances, they're the same. You also had your sun line going through the New Orleans area. Was that a place that that you've been called to? Yeah. And I think we talked about the Red Rocks too. And it was interesting Mm -hmm. that the Red Rocks were like Arizona area was where the moon node, I think also goes through. And it was similar in Australia, it kind of mirrored each other in like the, where Aluru is, which is like this red rocks place. And so, yes, I feel like the Southwest is definitely calling. And I love that kind of energy. Even when I see people who go to like the red rocks or new Orleans, I love the colors of those places. That's something that I'm also really drawn to is visual stuff, places that have lots of color. And so I love that energy. Yeah. That Arizona area, the Phoenix area, you had your sun line and also your love line. So your Venus energy. So it makes sense that you're being called to, to those places or that you were even meditating on Uluru. That's very similar. Yeah. Almost tapping into like both those places. Yeah. I definitely feel like, you know, I think that was one of the reasons, one of the things that always trips me up about travel is like, I'm like, where do I go? Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. where to go. So this gave me a little bit of direction. I'm curious now that we talk about like doing it with couples, like I wonder what my husband's looks like, you right. know, where do we find that's super harmonious for us yeah. to go and exist together? Did he feel the same in Mexico or was it a, a different energy? I think he felt similar in Mexico, but I think that when we're together, it's always different. We love being together. So there's that. I guess I never asked him about like, 
energetically, how did he feel there? Yeah, yeah. And what other, I guess, Alaska, is that another place that you kind of see yourself going up to? Have you visited up there? I have not. I have always wanted to go there and like take one of the cruises that takes you through like the glaciers and that kind of stuff. That's something that I've been talking about for a long time. I wanted to do it when I turned 40, but it didn't happen. So I'm still not feeling like being on a cruise ship right now is probably a great idea. So (laughs) (laughs) So we'll put that off. Maybe that'll be for 50. Exactly. Exactly. And how can people reach you and and work with you um, as a healer, as a chef? What are the things that are kind of brewing for the future? There's definitely a lot of shift that has been happening and and not everything that I have done has shifted to reflect the way things are going in my business at the moment. But Instagram is always the best way to keep in contact with me. I do have my website, alexmariewarren.com that you can kind of check and see what's going on there. It's kind of constantly in transition. So it's in a good place right now, but (laughs) who knows how long it will stay that way. But Instagram's always the best way to know like what's kind of going on for me mm-hmm. and how things are going. I have not opened up any of my high level packages yet, but they are definitely brewing on the horizon. I just have a few things open and available right now, but chatting with me is always the best way to find out what's open for you because I'll always tap into your guides and be like, okay, what does this person need? Right. Like what <laughs> do ener- we do it? What energetically, it like? like what they need exactly. And do you usually yeah. just work one-on-one? Do you do like group offerings or it's just strictly that one-on-one connection? Yeah, I do strictly one-on-one connection. I have dabbled in the idea of group offerings, but as of right now, that's just not my, that's not my energy to hold group offerings. I would, you know, be interested in, or maybe thinking about, you know, group kind of healing sessions, but programs or courses, like, it's just not my energy. It's just not my space. I'm a one-on-one kind of person. And I've seen you, you, you've been experimenting a little bit with IG live. So, you know, people can catch you on Mondays, right? You do like Monday channeling sessions. Yeah. Yeah. I do Monday channeling sessions. Today we talked about body image, kind of just let Mary Magdalene do what she's going to do. And bring up what needs to be approached on that day that's kind of the one thing to know about me Mary Magdalene kind of takes over she does kind of what she wants exactly I'm here for it and open to it chef wise if you're in the Chicago area I have a restaurant here it's called hardware but I'm always open to you know doing other stuff you know I would love to do retreats and that kind of stuff food options are always on the table always open and I cook with healing too, you know, it's a very, healing is very much a full body experience for me. And so it shows up in everything that I do. Right. And incorporating that energy into the, into the food, right. The, what we're taking into our body as well. Yeah. And honoring it because it is sacred. I love that. So yeah, definitely reach out to Alice Marie. uh, If you're thinking of a chef for your next retreat, uh, if you're, if you're thinking to get some healing and thank you for being on today. And remember, lineage goes beyond your ancestors. You are meant to connect to the cosmos so you may finally find your cosmic family. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Roadmap. If you're curious about astrogeography and where you're meant to be on the planet, go to CosmicRoadmap.com to download your free Passport to Purpose. You can also book a session with me where we can explore your own cosmic roadmap and chart your next destination in business, love, and life.